your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, hockey fans. You're listening to Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, bringing you all sorts of news, facts, weird trivia, and uh, occasionally some opinions or some hot takes all about the National Hockey League here for you on your hopefully favorite podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. You can download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked on Rooms and uh, join in the conversation. You'll hear a little bit more about Green Room later in the show today. But uh, let's let's just let's do this thing. Uh, my name is Sarah Avampato, uh, as usual, uh, helping be the tour guide of this show. You can also hear me on Locked On Los Angeles Kings, where all I do is talk about failure. Uh, you you uh, you know, if you're into sadness, come join me there. I am joined this week once again by Jessica Mosto, host of Locked On Calgary Flames, uh, who is here to talk about some Western-ish conference action with me. So, Jess, welcome back to the show. How are things going? out there in uh, flames land. Oh, well, Sarah, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, when you said you were used to just ranting about uh, failure, I felt that. <laughs> um, I was like, you know, like I, I just go on and on about mediocrity. So, you know, if you enjoy mediocrity as well, uh, find me on Locked on Flames. Uh, things, are, things are quiet for once. <laughs> Nothing too crazy going on. I think sometimes that's the best we can hope for is, uh, is quiet. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I figured we could start today since uh, the last time we talked, we were still awaiting the final matchups for the Stanley cup final. Uh, We could take a quick look in at uh, what is happening there. And uh, Jess, I can get your thoughts on it too. So we of course have uh, the Tampa Bay lightning and the Montreal Canadians fighting it out for the Stanley cup. Uh, And the first thing that strikes me is uh, Western conference. What's that? Uh, yeah, we, we for b- because of the way things shook out, have a Stanley Cup final with two teams from the Eastern Conference. So you know, that's the way it is, I guess. Of course, they just have to, you know, say, "Oh, forget the West." Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I mean, listen, they like like we talked about last week. I'm not exactly sad that uh, Las Vegas is is <laughs> out of yeah. the picture. Um, I mean, they there it wasn't even like a collapse they just couldn't get anything going um although the the favorite trivia that i heard after uh, vegas was out and it's not favorite because it's also very emblematic of hockey culture bad is that <laughs> alec martinez played the entire playoffs on a broken foot which oh my god sounds horrible uh, there was an article in the athletic where they actually talked to a former professional hockey player who played like one game on a broken foot and was like, this is the worst thing I've ever experienced. So who knows how Alec Martinez is doing that. I can barely get through like a walk with like my <laughs> bad knee, let alone something like entirely broken. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I blocked one shot once in like <laughs> crappy beer league hockey where like no one can do anything exciting with the puck. And I was like, well, that was horrible and I won't do it again. Um, and here Alec Martinez is like leading the league in, in block shots and everything, even though he's playing on a broken foot and, you know, as someone who watched Alec Martinez for many years on my own team, you know, that is, that is just the guy that he is, is that he is, uh, you don't necessarily think of him as that defenseman who sort of puts everything on the line because he's definitely much more known for uh, goal scoring, particularly 
uh, you know, the goal that won the Kings the Stanley Cup, the goal that sent them to the Stanley Cup final at one point in time too. And, and people think of him for that, but having watched him for many years, like, yeah, that is the guy he is, is just laying it all out there uh, no matter what to help his team. And uh, it, it was the only thing I was really rooting for in Vegas was Alec Martinez to, to have happiness. And instead, apparently they gave him a broken foot. You know, typical Vegas, always <laughs> ruining something. <laughs> I, I like we can we can blame them i'm cool with that uh so what are what, what's your what's your pick for for the stanley cup final tampa montreal um it feels a little bit of a mismatch uh game one i feel like both teams were just kind of mm-hmm. feeling each other out but uh what what's what do you think the rest of the series is going to look like i don't know i really think it's going to depend on how game two goes mm-hmm. like you said i feel like game one was just both of them like trying to size each other up and you know figure it out um obviously Tampa (laughs) won like five to one so um that's quite something (laughs) quite the way to start off the series but you know I I don't see a world where Montreal is able to beat Tampa four times unfortunately yeah, I think I think on on uh, Locked On Kings, whenever I did predictions, I'm pretty sure I said Tampa in six, which yeah. feels, feels about right. And I mean, I won't be surprised if Montreal comes back and puts together a really strong game too, because now they know, you know, they know what line matchups uh, John Cooper is trying to go for in Tampa. They know a little bit more what to expect, and they feel very adaptable. But whether or not they're going to be able to overcome you know, Carey Price can only do so much. And if the forwards and, you know, if they, if they can't even get into the zone to take shots, like, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. I just, I, Montreal just, I feel like everything kind of goes back to that first series and just the confidence that they had against Toronto. Like they need to find that again and really not, give Tampa a chance to score on the power play and just play as clean of hockey as you can against a team like Tampa. Yeah. And I think, I think we saw towards the end of that game too, things starting to get a little, a little dicey, a little out of control, maybe a little too physical, Uh, you know, tempers obviously boiling, boiling over and, you know, Tampa is for, for all the talk of Tampa as a skill team, which they certainly are. Uh, they also aren't afraid to to mix it up and get a little dirty. Uh, So, you know, it's no surprise to see, you know, gloves coming off and guys getting into it because that is just that it's the Stanley cup final and these two teams already don't like each other. Oh yeah. Um, And I, I I did enjoy the commentary from um, Laura Saba from locked on Canadians who was like, Oh, this is, I don't like playing a really good team. Like (laughs) take this back. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, wait, I'm not used to them playing good teams. This is, and, this is right? what I thought. Yeah, and w- which is wild considering, you know, I mean, you know, it's obviously said tongue-in-cheek for anyone who doesn't know Laura. Like, she's not saying that Vegas <laughs> is a bad team or anything. Like, don't don't worry. Um, but it, it's very much a every, – everyone watched the Vegas series and – was like wow that like this is fast hockey this is good hockey mm-hmm. and, you know after having watched the previous series between Montreal and and Winnipeg where everyone was sort of like well this Montreal is going to get swept clearly yeah um, you know and then seeing them hang against Vegas but I feel even even that Vegas series took them a little bit of time to 
to adjust to it and to learn how to play against Vegas. So, you know, I, I won't be surprised to see them take a little time to figure out uh, Tampa and yeah. Do I think they're going to get swept? No. Like no. all the people who are like Tampa and three, I think need to calm down. <laughs> um, but I, I do think it's going to be hard for them to get, to get four wins against Tampa. Absolutely. And like you said, I think that it, it's going to take them time, but I don't think they can afford to waste any more time mm-hmm. yeah. and they're going to need to just, I don't want to say step it up physically because that has like negative connotations, but they're going to have to like learn to hang mm-hmm. with the rough and rowdy crowd. Yeah. Of Tampa. Yeah. Well, we already have one iconic image uh, from from the series already, which is Brendan Gallagher with like blood pouring down his face. So <laughs> off to a hot just, start, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> just in the first sixty minutes of the series. Right. <laughs> Can't wait to see what else we get. Exactly. We've got at least uh, at least three more games to go. So uh, we'll see if we can beat that one. <laughs> we'll have to like pick a winner at the end. Yes, <laughs> which is the best like yeah moment yeah (laughs) like what's the most iconic photo from like the cup Mm -hmm. final and it can't be like them like whoever lifting the cup it has to be something else chaos yeah (laughs) yeah that's actually more important maybe than than who lifts the cup is like what weird image will stick with us exactly like you know you have the bobby Orr picture of him flying (laughs) but like who like you know we have jeff petrie's eyes Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Perry also just dripping blood out of his <laughs> nose. Uh, Gallagher with his mm-hmm. cracked skull. Like it's, <laughs> we've got a theme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hockey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely theme of hockey. Well, we will, uh, we will, uh, when we come back, check in on some of the NHL awards, honoring uh, some of the best players in the league. And uh, some of them are players who you've heard a lot about already on this show. So we're going to talk about that coming up uh, right after this. But first, uh, what can you tell us about Spotify Greenroom? Sure. So Spotify Greenroom is changing the way that we talk about sports. It is a fantastic app that you can join many of our locked on hosts. It's free. Uh, you can sign up and listen to us and come join the conversation about your favorite sports teams. I think one of my favorite things is that it's a, like a live podcast. So instead of me sitting here staring at my wall and recording by myself, I can talk with other locked on hosts or other listeners or other sports fans. And it's a great way to get the conversation going. It is uh, pretty fun. I have been enjoying dropping in on people's uh, green rooms all the time and uh, seeing what people are talking about, seeing uh, what the conversation is, is, uh, is, is going with. Uh, So where can people find a green room if they want to get in on all that action? You can go to your respective app store and download Spotify green room for free today. Excellent. I think everyone should go do that so they can go talk with all of us locked on hosts on uh, on Green Room. Uh, we've also got Built Bar, which you should know about because Built Bar is not only delicious, but it is good for you. Uh, it is a protein bar that tastes like you're eating a candy bar. Uh, the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, which is really basically the way to my heart all of the time. So hooray for chocolate. Uh, if you are uh, interested in knowing what flavors perhaps you can get with the Built Bar, well, they come in nine delicious core flavors, including coconut, mint brownie, 
salted caramel, uh, one of my personal favorites, peanut butter brownie, and many more. They've also got a lot of limited edition flavors. So it feels like anytime you go to the Built, to the Built Bar website, uh, you can find all sorts of special uh, flavors up there to, uh, to go check out. And again, they are just really good for you. They are high in protein, high in fiber, low sugar, low calories, and again, super tasty. So you can go to BuiltBar.com right now, check it out and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some of the NHL awards because the big ones were just announced on Tuesday night. Uh, we had the Vezina, the Ted Lindsay, we had the Norris, the Hart, uh, and the uh, Calder all came out on uh, Tuesday night. And so we're going to talk about those a little bit today because uh, a handful of those players are in our, uh, our orbit. Really, most of them are in the western side of the, ma of the map. Uh, so we'll start with the Calder, the one that I feel like has generated a, a good amount of discussion already, which is, of course, Kirill Kaprizov uh, from Minnesota Wild uh, just ran away with the vote for that one uh, in winning the Calder. But the interesting thing about that is there are now rumors that he may not be returning to the Wild next year. So that kind of stinks. It definitely does because, you know, that's something you should obviously like relish in with your teammates and be celebrated and all that stuff. Um, but if you're just going to play a season and then dip, I mean, do you, I guess. You won the award, so <laughs> congrats. I feel like that's going to be very interesting to see. I mean, we, aside from that initial report that said, you know, Kaprizov is potentially going to sign in, in the KHL and not return to the wild. Like there has been just complete silence after that. So it's still kind of a question of, you know, how did that information get out there? Is it actually true? You know, the wild have been very, there haven't really been any sort of further leaks about, yeah. you know, the status of his contract negotiates negotiations or anything. And part of me, wonders if that leaked or whatever gained momentum because I'm pretty sure he was at a wedding that weekend that the news slipped out and started circulating so I feel like maybe either he said it to someone mm -hmm. or somebody just wanted to generate drama I think that's fantastic. It doesn't involve my team or anything I'm emotionally invested in. So I'll stand there like uh, Regina George's mom from Mean Girls with my camera and watch and record. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, it is pretty delightful when the drama has nothing to do with your own oh, team. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that has to be frustrating for Wild fans because he, you know, was, is is obviously like the most exciting rookie in, mm -hmm. in hockey this year. He is a, a player who instantly transformed that wild team into, into a contender and helped them get into the playoffs in the first place. Uh, so I, I can't imagine really being a wild fan and being like, wait, what? Like, you're not going to be able to resign this guy. What's happening. I would be yeah. very frustrated. It's just like giving them like a teeny tiny taste of potential success and then saying, no, sorry. Yeah. Nope. Can't have it. Nope. Sorry guys. Yeah. He, he was a very, uh, a very exciting player to watch though. Um, I, I certainly will be glad 
when the divisions go back to normal because it means that uh, we won't have to play him eight times a year because that was <laughs> horrible like I love watching him but I would like to watch him score on other teams yep not on my team so that'll be great he is apparently the first Calder Trophy winner in Minnesota Wild history and according to uh, Michael Russo who covers the uh, the Wild for the athletic uh Kaprizov is currently on a fishing trip in Siberia with no internet <laughs> so oh uh the plan is that the wild will have him allegedly available to do media and stuff um sometime next week once he gets back from that trip uh which will be interesting especially given all of the rumors of how he may not be returning uh I, I feel like that'll be a very interesting media availability but I guess congratulations to Kirill Kaprizov I hope he enjoys this whenever he comes back from literally Siberia. Yeah. Um, also, if he wants to like give me tips on how to like disconnect like that, um, <laughs> you know, that, that'd be cool too. If we can somehow work that into the media availability. Yeah, right. Like, can, can, <laughs> how did you do it? How did yeah. you do it? <laughs> you just like left your phone at right. home? What's oh. it like not being online? I don't, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I literally went to like remote, like middle of nowhere Canada once with a friend and we got like a cabin and we still had internet service because it yeah. was like a requirement of ours that we found somewhere that had like satellite internet because we're like, we can't just completely disconnect. Can we? <laughs> I would, I'd, I'd go crazy. I can't. Right. I mean, it must, must be nice, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> good for him but I'm different or whatever yeah exactly <laughs> we're just built a little different than right, exactly. you know, the Calder winner it's fine exactly uh some of the other awards uh of course no surprise here Connor McDavid uh wins the Hart Trophy uh the the notable thing here is that he was a unanimous winner he got all of the votes for first place he is only the second player in NHL history to, to accomplish that feat, uh, joining, of course, none other than Wayne Gretzky. Um, and yeah, of shocker. <laughs> shocker. Uh, and, and you know, even though there was some some big talk online from uh, some some media members outside of the Edmonton area who were saying that you know McDavid shouldn't get this award, I don't know how you look at Connor McDavid and how you look at the Oilers and don't think this guy is driving this team. Like look at the right. points that he got. Like it, it's just, there's no way that you could not vote for him. It just, and then of course, like Austin Matthews was like the name, you know, tied who to, Oh, who should win instead. And it's like, that's really cool. But mm-hmm. that's not Connor McDavid who right. did a lot better. And, you know, I just, Anytime we can lift up Connor McDavid is a time where I would love to be heard because I think he's fantastic. And I hope that he doesn't waste away in Edmonton. I can't talk. My goodness. <laughs> he, he's definitely a player who I, um, I, I just love watching him. And mm-hmm. there, there's this, uh, several years ago, I probably told this story on this show before, but you probably haven't heard it. So I'll tell it to you. Uh, yeah. Years ago, I, I went to Washington, D.C. because a friend was in town and uh, she was you know, there for a conference. And she's like, I don't really know anyone here. Like anyone want to come to D.C. and hang out? And flights are very cheap to D.C. At least they were at that time uh, from <laughs> where I live. So I was like, yeah, I'll go hang out with you in Washington, D.C. 
Uh, so I went to DC for a couple of days and hung out and we decided to go to a Capitals game because we were there and we're hockey nerds and the Capitals were playing the Oilers. And I was like, this is going to be great. It's Alex Ovechkin versus Connor McDavid. There's going to be like a million highlight reel goals. It's going to be a great game. And then it ended up being like a one, one tie that was decided in a shootout and neither McDavid nor Ovechkin did like anything of consequence (laughs) in the game. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, of course, of course that happens. Yeah. Par for the course, but, uh, Yeah, he, he, he is a delight to watch. And even though he clowns on my team on a regular basis, um, I can't complain too much. Like he scores goals where you're like, I just have to be impressed. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that he just, he is like a walking highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Every single time he steps on the ice pretty much is just, you know, like a five point night. I think he had like three or four of those <laughs> this season. I'm like, oh, super right. casual. It's fine. Right. Just unreal. Like, yeah. Yep crazy I don't know how he does it but uh good on him I guess (laughs) yeah seriously good for him yeah well we will check in on a couple of other awards uh right after this but real quick uh let's talk about betonline.ag because I bet that you probably actually could have gone to betonline.ag and put some wagers down on these very NHL award winners. So, you know, keep that in mind for next year. If you want to get in on all that sports betting action, you can go to betonline.ag, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports stuff. Uh, It doesn't matter what sport it is, if it's baseball, football, basketball, hockey, fighting, um, the bachelor, I'm sure they have a bachelor bracket or something up there. I bet that's totally a sport. Uh, you can go to betonline.ag and, uh, find all of that out. So head on over to the website on your laptop or your mobile device to get all the latest news, odds, information, details on contests, sign up bonuses, and more. So this is your chance to get involved. Head over to betonline.ag, sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use the promo code locked on. That is betonline.ag, promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Um, one of the other awards that I wanted to spend a little time chatting about is the Vezina, uh, because this one was actually pretty close, uh, but Mark Andre Fleury just barely edged out Andre Vasilevsky, uh, who would have been uh, potentially winning his second uh, Vezina. Uh, Fleury, this is the first time he's won it in his career, which seems a little a little crazy given how long he has been around and how, how many good seasons he has had. Uh, but he, he did it this year, which is even extra great considering all of the drama from last year around, is he going to get traded? Is Vegas done with him? Has he been replaced by Robin Leonard? And here he is now the Vesna winner. You know, there, I completely forgot about all of that drama <laughs> because I feel like, Vegas like there's always something floating around there but and I think people are also going to forget that like these awards are based on the regular season Mm -hmm. and people are like up in arms that he won um and they're citing playoff stats versus uh Vasilevsky's playoff stats as well and I'm just please just understand that these awards are based on regular season and yes everybody that's nominated uh obviously the finalists are very talented you have to be one of the best but occasionally sometimes your favorite's gonna lose and 
you know, Flower is just somebody who has it. He's 36 years old. For him to win it at this age, that's like not, it's not even old, but it is in <laughs> hockey terms and is just incredible. And I'm, I'm happy for him. And I think that there's a lot of like manufactured beef. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't want to say it's by the media or if things just start, you know, with fans and things escalate, but I, I hope his daughters draw him a picture again. Yes. That's oh, what that I want to see. So great. <laughs> right. A little picture with a trophy or something. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we need to see. Exactly. So I, I and I think that the thing about Flurry too is that, you know, all the drama aside, um, when you, when you look at him statistically against the other the other candidates, uh, Vasilevsky and Philip Grubauer, pretty much all of the sites that do you know fancy stat modeling and everything mm-hmm. had him you know number one like top three in all categories about of goaltenders and you know looking at all three of them, he did the best overall out of all of them in these these analytic sites. So you know it's it's not just an eye test thing. It's not just a like oh let's honor this guy who had a really long career or whatever because we've certainly seen our share of awards where a guy gets it who doesn't necessarily deserve it. And it's a little bit more of a, you know, we're honoring you for your past performance kind of award. Uh, Mm -hmm. But this year he really did stand out um, and help carry that Vegas team. And yeah, like the the playoffs, you know, unfortunately didn't go well for him, but also his team forgot how to score. So, you know, what's he supposed to do? He, as much as Marc-Andre Fleury wants to score a goal and has spent his entire career trying to score a goal, he can't do it. It's not, he's not going to score them all for Vegas. So, you know, what are you going to do? Exactly. And, you know, he, he can't do it all. He can't. I, I, I mean, he probably could, but realistically, he's not going to be able to go out there and do it. So, um, I don't know. Just don't cry in our Twitter mentions about this one, please. <laughs> please. I mean, I guess, I guess that does open the question again, though, of is, is Vegas going to try to trade him? Like there were the rumors that he was, they were trying to move him last year and they just couldn't find anything that works. So they decided to keep him. Um, Now, you know, they still have him and Leonard both on the books and that's a lot of money on goaltending. They probably will because I think last year, the uh, free market, uh, free agency market rather, excuse me, for goaltenders was was a lot bigger than what it is this year, if I am remembering correctly. And I think that if somebody desperately needs a goaltender, I think they'll spend a, spend a little money. So, hey, record scratch, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Um, this is Sarah breaking in in uh, what the professionals call post-production uh, to say that the rest of this segment um, is totally wrong. Because as you're going to find out in the rest of the segment, we uh, discuss the idea of what would happen if Marc-Andre Fleury went to Seattle. But of course, that is not a thing that could happen unless, of course, Vegas traded him there uh, because Vegas is exempt from the expansion draft rules. So we got really, really pumped up about the idea of uh, Marc-Andre Fleury being double expansioned, but that is not a thing that can happen. Uh, and we realized that basically as soon as we finished recording. I don't want anyone to think that like, oh, those girls don't know what they're talking about or whatever. Uh, we just got really, really excited about uh, the prospect of some real chaos happening in this year's expansion draft and just kind of ran with it. If you uh, don't know 
the expansion draft rules and why Vegas is exempt because I feel like that comes up all the time, which makes it even more hilarious that I forgot this fact because I get really annoyed when people uh, get all mad about Vegas not having to lose a player in the expansion draft because I'm like, oh, there's rules in place for a reason, guys. Uh, so it's extra sort of funny slash sad that I forgot this. Uh, but the reason Vegas is not losing anyone in the expansion draft is because they are not getting a cut of the expansion draft fees that Seattle is paying into the league that is then going to be split among all the other owners. That's a significant amount of money that Vegas is not getting, and it's sort of seen as the reason why, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a compensation for the other other teams for losing a player. Uh, Vegas isn't getting those millions of dollars, so, so uh, they're not losing a guy. So if you have forgotten those rules, that is why Vegas is not losing anyone. That is why Vegas doesn't have to worry about sending Marc-Andre Fleury to the Kraken for some reason, uh, and that is why this whole next segment is wrong. But uh, I, I guess enjoy our excitement anyway, and maybe you can pretend that he gets traded there instead, which would be um, just as funny as him getting expansion drafted there. So anyway, back to the show. Thanks. You know, I just thought about Seattle. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to expose one of them. What, what if, if he goes to Seattle? Seattle? <laughs> stop oh my god i didn't like the expansion draft like i don't know i I didn't realize how much i wanted this until right now yeah okay it's happening (laughs) i don't know who i have to call but all right right like hey ron francis are you listening i have i have an idea for you (laughs) um i mean is that even possible do they have to I mean, do they have, does he have a no movement clause or anything? Um, well, actually, well, they, I mean, they both have modified no trade clauses. So I don't really know how that works with, um, with the expansion draft rules. If both of them have some sort of clause, this, this feels like a question for like next week to discover. Right. Not- because both of them have a clause in their contract about, uh, no trade stuff so oh yeah um i i don't know how that's gonna work out i'm gonna like phone an expert and ask someone aka like the group chat probably yeah um, seriously but, but i wouldn't that be just amazing if he somehow went to, to seattle that would be something i can't oh my god I've now found I love it. It needs to happen. That, yes, I, I want it a whole lot. Um, I think that that is actually the perfect note to end things on today is the <laughs> dream of Marc-Andre Fleury becoming a Seattle Kraken just because it would be really, really funny. Uh, so I think that I think we will call it a day on that one right there. Uh, just as always, <laughs> lovely chatting with you. I'm glad we both had this discovery together at the same time. Um, Me too. For people who want to hear more from you, who want to follow the uh, occasional sadness of the Calgary Flames, where can they find you online? Sure. So you can obviously find the podcast on your favorite podcast uh, service platform, uh, Locked on Flames. Uh, it's a great show, if I do say so myself. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. All right. And I am on Twitter at right said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E said Sarah with an H. Locked on Kings is available wherever you get your podcasts. So you can uh, follow along with that. Of course, this show is available on Twitter at Locked on NHL Pods. Uh, Give us a follow there to make sure you never miss uh, a single moment or fun thing that we're doing. Uh, If you're following us uh, on Twitter, you can also keep up to date with our uh, 
locked on mock draft that is happening right now. So some of us have been making some draft picks over there. Uh, and uh, make sure you come back tomorrow and every day this week for more great stuff here on Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.